buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. What is happening, sales hustlers? Welcome to another episode. Very excited to bring to you today, Scott Milliner. He's the CEO of Intersnap, where you can book more meetings by donating to a charity of the choice of the executive buyer that you're trying to book a meeting with. And we're going to dig into some of those topics about prospecting and how to stand out. And uh, Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Colin. Great to be here. And yeah, excited to chat today. Yeah. So just give us the short Cliff Notes version of your sales story, and then we'll jump into these topics that we planned out for the sales hustlers today. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, you know, I've been in uh, enterprise selling and B2B selling uh, across MarTech and ad tech really for my, for my whole career. Um, you know, most recently was head of sales at a fast growing company called Blue Shift. Uh, prior to that, at a company called Functionize. Both of which were in the you know uh, marketing automation, testing automation, and then prior to mm-hmm. that, uh, did three years at Oracle Marketing Cloud, uh, where um, had a great run there, working with um, some great people, and so really uh, uh, sales, uh, you know, uh, enterprise sales, and and this pro- processing pros- uh, prospecting is in my blood, so always fun to talk about. Awesome. So tell me a little bit, like, what are some of the the you know, foundational things that you learned in, 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 in sales that have kind of served you well in your, in your career this far? Yeah. You know, um, some of the things people talk a lot about how to interact with customers is a big one, how to do outreach is a big one. Um, I mean, the number one thing that I have found, we, we talk a lot about the various skill sets of salespeople. Uh, are they a closer? Are they a good <laughs> presenter? Are they a good negotiator? Are they a good hunter? Um, all these things. Um, those are all important. But I mean, really, the, the number one thing is you've got to fill the top of the funnel. Uh, it's like the, the top of the funnel is the sort of like the, the air to the lungs of a company, right? Mm-hmm. No air in, doesn't matter what else you're trying to do, it's not going to happen, right? Um, and so that is the most critical thing that people be focused on and be good at. Uh, but it's, you know, but it's hard to do. And everybody yeah. has, everybody has an insatiable appetite for more, uh, more leads, more pipe gen, right? There's no, no company ever says, well, we have enough revenue. We're good. Right. It doesn't happen. So to feeling the top of the funnel is a, is a passion for mine because what I found is that 
you fill a funnel, you'll get people through the funnel. You'll figure out the pricing and you figure out the pitch and you'll be, you'll bring in the CEO if necessary to help with the closing. Uh, but if you don't fill the top of the funnel, none of that stuff matters. Yeah. I, I love that analogy that the, uh, the top of the funnel is the air to the lungs, right? I mean, if the funnel's empty, then doesn't matter how good your discovery or your closing or your negotiating or any of those other skills yeah, or are. Or your product or yeah. any of that. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And, and even more too, like if you're not filling the funnel as much as you should, you don't even get to put any of those other things into practice nearly as much to, to sharpen them and to get better and to learn and to evolve. Correct. Yeah. And you don't learn, you know, what's working and not working during the sales cycle and all that good stuff. So that's a huge area that obviously everyone says they want to do, but our sales team's really focused on it. And what are they actually doing to drive, you know, that pipe? And some salespeople are better at it than others. And so one other topic that's a lead, that's a follow on to your question, I think is important is, is that that core uh, skill and energy and making sure you have that in your team. You know, you just, you want people who are willing to and ready to get in there and make it happen and grind a little bit and try things and put on that hat every morning and go and, and say, I'm going to try this outreach. I've got an idea that I had last night. I'm going to mm. take that new content. I'm going to try this new tool. Um, there's a lot of salespeople out there that consider themselves uh, sort of closers and they really don't want to do the hard work of pipe gen. Uh, they kind of wish they just had good deals and they just want to run deals basically. Um, but, you know, these days in SaaS, running the deal is important. The way you do it is important. The way you listen, active listening, the way you address objections. But it's also a little bit of a step-by-step -step process because if the product shows well enough, the demand is there, um, you'll get through and make a bunch of sales if you have the pipe. So the, to me, the most important part is really that, that person who's on the team who gets it done, gets up, sends the emails, tries the things reaches them in a personal way, does the research. It, that's the sort of uh, tactical value that ends up filling the pipe, which fills the whole company's you know, coffers. Yeah. And so why, why is it so many salespeople struggle with that top of funnel activity? Um, because it's tedious and it's hard to know what's going to work mm -hmm. and you got to get up and it's a little dry. Uh, you know, and you got to figure out and I got to do a video and I got to get into, you know, sales loft and I got to, you know, do all these things and I got to grind out a hundred emails and I got to make 28 calls. It is a very tactical, repetitive, a little tedious part of the job. Luckily, it's also a little bit like digging for gold, pound, 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 rocks, rocks, rocks. Oh, gold. So then mm. if you do it well enough, then you get, whoa, I got, I, I got an opportunity. And then often uh, what I've found in my career, you know, um, running sales teams, the deals that we get outbound tend to be much larger ARR, tend to be much better logos, and, and that the cycle actually tends to be a richer cycle once you get in because you had to get in and get to the right people, uh, and once they accept that, and so, uh, you know, they're bought in in a way and uh, that inbound leads or other types of leads or, or, or uh, you know, uh, however you're getting them are, are often not as uh, as large. So the payoff is bigger, significantly bigger. So some numbers, typically what I've seen, um, <clears throat> you could have, uh, in some companies, you could have, uh, you know, 60% of your pipe be inbound, 40% outbound, or even less, 30% outbound. But that outbound is going to account for 70% 
of your number, right? Because you're not going after small companies with no money when you're going outbound. Right. You're going after, like, if you're, if you're selling to big brands, you're going to go after Adidas and Nike and Walmart and, the, you know, the big guys. You're not going after unknown company X. And so you get in there and it's like you, you land a whale. So that's yeah. where it pays and, off. But and on inbound, the there's a lot stuff worth it. Yeah, and on, on inbound, there's a lot of, there's a lot of mistakes that I, I see people make where, where they treat that that lead like it's already it's already qualified, ready to go to the next stage. You know, outbound, you're really starting at zero and, and going through the full cycle of the sales process. And and if you're being yeah. if you're doing it right, like you mentioned, you're targeted, right? So you're going after those those higher higher value customers, those people that, you know, maybe matter a little bit more to you, you know that are, you know, more valuable. Um, to the organization. So um, I'm curious, like, you know, one thing that we kind of mentioned that we would talk about is, you know, the the different ways of prospecting, like how to stand out, right? Because, you know, executives mm-hmm. are tired of seeing the same stuff, like the LinkedIn DMs that are four paragraphs with a call to action calendar link. Come on, you know, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Or, yeah. you know, yeah. the cold call script that's all about me and what I do and nothing about you. Um, so yeah, what are exactly. some creative ways that you've tried or, you know, that, you know, teams you've worked on and, and that you see that are, that are working? Yeah. So this is sort of the endless discussion, um, but there are some things that definitely make a difference. Um, so one is you got to sell on the pain. Uh, you know, there's a saying in the Silicon Valley, um, um, people say they want vitamins. They should take vitamins, but they buy drugs, right? And so, because the vitamins, I take vitamins, I don't know if, I don't know if it actually helps me or not. It's hard to tell. But if I have a headache at three o'clock in the morning, I will get up, drive to Walgreens 24 hours and buy Excedrin. Uh, and so, and it's expensive, right? So, but because I had to pay, so you got to press on the pain. And so you better know the pain of your buyer. And that takes a little bit of research, uh, who you're going to talk to. So for example, if you're selling MarTech, Make sure you're selling, if you're selling to the head of digital, that person's pain is different than the person who's head of ads or head of, you know, product. And so you've got to impress on their pain. And here's what I suspect. If this is bothering you, then that's like a lot of people I talk to, you know, let me know if you're interested to help solve this. Or or here's how we help solve that. Love to talk if you're interested. Yeah, and then you hit them with it. you got to hit them with it over and over again. It's like, uh, you know, if somebody has a wound and you press on it, they're going to respond, right? And so mm-hmm. that's really important. Uh, but that means a little bit of research and some smart writing. Don't just go in with, you know, feature, feature, feature. Um, they don't care. What they care about is how you solve the pain. Another thing is, uh, yeah, you want to make it as personal as possible. Uh, people care about you caring. And it's kind of like, until you show that you care, I'm not nearly as interested and actually talking about the pain is a way you, okay, you understand me is just one way. Another way is something about them, you know, that, that, that you can find. Um, and this is one of the reasons, you know, for example, as a segue just with intro snap, um, is one great way is, uh, is to find a cause or something that matters to them personally that then you could donate to. And that's the whole purpose of the intro snap network is, a is an offer for donation in return for some action. Uh, and, Oh, you're going to put money to to my local son's school? Oh, that's that's in your charity list. Okay, now you've got me. Right? That's a per, yeah. that's super cool because I they have a fund. I don't pull out as much money as I should, but you're going to put two or three hundred bucks toward that. You've got thirty minutes with me, or whatever the other action is. So there's an example of uh, the type of thing that that works. 
And so I'm, I'm and, and, and I, this is one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on here because I'm, I'm very uh, intrigued by what you're doing over at intro snap of, you know, facilitating booking this meeting and, and getting, you know, high level executives on your calendar in exchange for donating to something that they care about and making that pretty seamless and, and simple. Um, how do you go, how does a seller go about like finding out, you know, what causes they care about and, and things like that mm-hmm. so that they can reach out in a meaningful, personal, you know, factual way. Yeah. Um, so the, the good news is that a lot of execs, especially like, you know, I don't know, this seems to be a correlation sort of director and above kind of the more experienced, uh, shall we say, I guess um, they, they, it's more and more common that they'll list something even right on their LinkedIn. You know, um, the other day we had a, an IntraSnap user who found that, um, there was a uh, head of marketing they wanted to uh, meet with. Literally right on the bottom of LinkedIn was this charity in New York that they're associated to. In fact, they're like on the board of it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, there's gold right there. So um, I want to talk to you about solving this pain. And as a thank you and to give back, we'll put $200 toward, and I forget the exact name of it, but it was a, you know, it was a charity nobody else ever heard of, right? But it's in IntraSnap's charity list because we're integrated with over a million charities. So even if it feels obscure, if it's a 501c charity, we have it. And so this person, they said that in the note, they searched it and said, wow, that's awesome. You've got that charity. Okay, now you're, you know, and then and they had a wonderful connection because of that. So right there from LinkedIn is a great place to start. If they have blog posts, um, any any content you can find about them is, is you know, on Twitter or whatever is all, you know, um, is all fair game. And then sometimes you can guess. So sometimes you'll go to a profile and you'll see that um, they're into the, they they love the outdoors. They hike or they fly fish or they boat or they surf. They probably care about environmental causes. If they're big on something like that, you can guess or something to that effect. So, oh hey, you know um, the the um, uh, the other day uh, I was talking to somebody and uh, the Surfrider Foundation was his thing. And so we gave a thing to charity for the Surfrider Foundation, and that meant a lot to him, right? So uh, something that we wouldn't even have known to, to ask, right? But, but that meant a lot. So it's that type, it's that type of um, research that really pays off. Yeah, and so what are you seeing as far as like, you know, an appropriate amount to sort of offer for, for somebody's time? Or um, what's the best way, you know, this is kind of a, a new category, a new space, a new way of, yeah. you know, asking yeah. for these people's times. And, and so people that are maybe, you know, wanting to give this a try or, or think about, you know, this, what are some best practices around this sort of approach? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you're going after execs usually if you're selling them some SaaS product uh, because you, you need the senior execs to decide on these things and push it. So director and above, even at large companies typically. Um, so, you know, the fact is a larger donation is going to move the needle because you're sort of saying, you're sort of saying, you know, here is what your time is worth. Um, and so, you know, we see, uh, I think the, I think the average, um, the average uh, donation right now on interest snap is like $250. Wow. Uh, and some people are, have put up, some people have put up a thousand um, because, you know, the, the meetings are so valuable now, one key thing about IntraSnap, but this is one of the reasons we designed it as sort of this meeting hub where you put up a request and the person comes and accepts it. We have a clearinghouse. All that stuff happens. We pay the charity. So you can control it. You don't pay the donation unless the meeting or the action happens. 
right? So you're not just spraying and praying, like sending out, you know, $200 to a thousand people. You only, it's a give and take, in which case it's totally worth it, right? There's no SaaS team that I know of that wouldn't spend a couple hundred bucks to get that key meeting. It's worth even more than that. In fact, one of the reasons we started IntroSnap is because I've seen at prior companies, um, and these are pretty well-studied numbers. In fact, we talk about this on IntroSnap.com, a B2B meeting fully loaded with tools and time is about $2,000. And then an opportunity, qualified opportunity that we put in the pipe in Salesforce or whatever your CRM, $4,000, right? And we're only closing maybe 20% of those. So the dollars going out the door, they're just unbelievable. And that's one of the reasons we started IntroSnap is to solve that problem. Like incredible spend, let's change that up. And it turns out that people are booking meetings for a lot less and a lot faster by putting up two or $300. Uh, uh, and those economics are really working. So that was another, so, another learning that we put into it. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. And then there's tons of SaaS companies that are outsourcing their 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 meetings and, and paying, you know, 500,000 or if not more for more, you know a meeting yeah. for a qualified you All know, in, meeting. It's, it still ends up being about two. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. No, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that. Cause I just talked to somebody who's going to bring their sales team on IntraSnap, and they are using one of those outside firms. Yeah. And I said, you know, typically it's about $2,000 per meeting. And he said, well, we don't pay those guys. And he paused and he, he thought he went through the numbers real quick. He goes, you're right. We're actually are paying them a little over two grand per, per meeting. When you add up, <laughs> The, the number, how much we pay, how many meetings they get that are qualified. And uh, it's like, wow, uh, there's no, there's really no way of getting around it. Uh, and that's our goal is to help fix that. Yeah. So, so tell me what are some um, things that you see work or that you recommend as far as, you know, when is it appropriate to, to, to put that ask? Is it in the first cold message, the second, you know, do you, you know, yeah. send some smart messaging to kind of pique some interest and, and then send the intro strap sort of link, you know, it's because, you know, sending a link in the first message usually comes off pretty spammy. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen that, you know, do, you don't get good conversion when you send a link in the first message. So can you just kind of break down, yeah. you know, sort of what a sequence would look like with intro snap, you know, embedded in there? Yeah. And, and this is honestly applicable to whatever kind of link or, or, you know, if you're doing other, some other gifting or whatever it might be, uh, asking for a meeting is a big ask. So whether you use IntraSnap or not, I don't recommend anyone to just go, blah, here's my feature set. Will you take a meeting? I mean, the hit rate on that, I don't care what you're offering them is just like, you know, you're going to get the Heisman, right? For most people, it's just, you know, it's too much too soon. Um, so generally what we find with IntraSnap is, and, and it's just, it, it's, it aligns pretty well with, as you would think, um, you want, uh, we have a little document on this, but you want them to be uh, on a scale of awareness. So the scale goes awareness, interest, and intent, right, mm-hmm. on a lead. Uh, and so you, obviously the more intent, the better, but intent is harder to come by. So right. the, most, the, most in, the most intent is an inbound form fill. The least intent is cold, never talk to them, cold, cold first outreach. So there's a whole spectrum in there of awareness. So ideally they've got known awareness, like they've clearly opened some of your emails, maybe downloaded some content. Maybe you even had a call or maybe they asked you something and, oh, hey, thanks, but how does this work? Or was that costly? Or we already use such and such, at least a little bit of engagement. Um, or maybe, uh, and that there's further up the awareness or the interest level, um, they're coming to, they've registered for a webinar. They came to a webinar. They did do a, an inbound form fill, high intent, 
But that, that intent fades to interest if you don't strike while the iron is hot. A lot of times we get an inbound or some other engagement or a webinar uh, attendee, and then they go into this ether of kind of stalled. Happens all the time. It's a huge bane of, of B2B selling. Great. All those touch points in the middle, we call them mid-bound, right? So there's outbound, yeah. inbound. We call it mid-bound. Um, not, they're not in a cycle, but we're trying to reach them. It's a great time to, to say, I know you're super busy. Uh, we want to get on and talk about those two things that I talked about, the pain. And as a thank you and a way to give back, we'll put $200 into the charity of your choice. And that's a good time to get them off the fence is kind of the, there's a lot of that going on. Interesting. Okay. Now I have, I have, I've had a bunch of questions for you. <laughs> I have to say, I'm, yeah, sure. I'm really, I'm really intrigued by what you're doing at intro snap. And I think all the sales hustlers listening can, you know, adopt this as a strategy and, and check you guys out. I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's something different. I love new different ways to, to do outbound, to do prospecting. So, uh, I'm really enjoying this conversation and, and selfishly learning a lot about <laughs> intro snap along yeah, the way cool, as well. You. Um, so I have a question. What about, have you seen anybody have any success with sort of like, you know, using this in a cold call pitch, right? So presenting that and then, you know, sending the link after wrapping up the call. Um, or yeah. is, do you see this mainly so, using yeah. that midbound, uh, email, LinkedIn sort of messaging? Um, so after, a, after a call of any type, call it a discovery call or a first yeah. meeting, uh, the smart reps are asking now. So tell me more about what are you into or I saw that you surfed or I saw that you were in cancer foundation or whatever, or what, is there a charity, you know, let's stop talking business for a second. Or is there, what kind of stuff are you really into? Do you support? Cause obviously we're, we love to, and they'll, they'll tell you people love yeah. talking about that. You know, yeah. oh, oh, you have I've kids. What school do they thing. go to? Right. <laughs> yeah. What school do they go to? You literally, then you look, you know, uh, like our local here, it comes up and someone said, my God, you've got that, that fund. Okay. Um, so you can so ask it actually during discovery, and they'll tell you something. I'm big in the environment, or actually name. They'll even name a, a cause that there's a. After the call, you can just send them an interest snap. Thank you. It doesn't have to also be associated to getting a meeting. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's so great chatting with you. Here is you know a hundred dollar do, donation offer to that environmental fund that you mentioned, or the kids school that you mentioned, on us. Uh, you know, uh, and and. Please take that and I look forward to our next meeting next week with the VP or whatever it is. That's awesome. And then what happens is you put the whole thing on a different footing. You're not yeah. just a salesperson anymore. You've, you've reached them in a personal way. And then what happens is on the next call, they thank the rep. Hey, thanks so much for putting 200 bucks to the Surf Rider Foundation or whatever it might be. That was super cool. And, oh, yeah, you surf. Where do you surf? And the next thing you know, you have this other conversation uh, that otherwise doesn't isn't as uh, normal or as comfortable. So uh, that's a great, great time to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, that's super helpful. And, and so I'm curious, I know this is a question that our sales hustlers are going to have is how do they make the case to get the budget for something like this for booking meetings? Yeah. Yeah. No, good point. So one cool thing about IntraSnap and we also thought about how it's done today. Um, it's not, a, first of all, it's very easy to start. Anyone can start at interestnap.com. It's just, you just use the site. So uh, the same way you go log into LinkedIn, you don't have to, you don't have to go through a SaaS purchase cycle, InfoSec, get everyone on the team to agree over six months of chatting. Um, it's hard to get SaaS inside companies. They're just, everyone has to agree and 
It's expensive. So we didn't. So let's not do that. You don't have to license it. You just go use it. So that's number one. Any rep can go use it. You don't need a, a big license. Number two, um, you can use it for free. So the the there there's one there's there's a what we call the universal intro snap link. If anybody uses something like Chili Piper or Calendly, you'll understand where you have that link that you share. Yeah. You can use an intro snap link. You set up a standing offer of a hundred dollars to charity. And you put your little blurb in there and you can fire that off to anyone, you know, and put it in a cadence, put it in sales loft or outreach, put it in to your outgoing emails, put it into in uh, mails, put it in when you're when you're trying to get attendance to webinars. If you if you attend the webinar, click this link, pick your charity, we'll make a donation for you. And so you get to spread it. And there's that's free. Anybody can do that. Um, and so you only pay if they take the action you wanted, in which case it's worth it. Because we know yeah. that it's two grand per meeting, right? So if you put a hundred bucks down and the, and the person accepts, it's like, so there's no sales team that won't pay if you get the action done, right? So the upfront cost is actually free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. I love that. Um, Scott, thanks so much for coming on and, and, uh, and sharing some of these tips and, and these new ways of reaching these executive buyers. Uh, any final thoughts, anything you want to tell folks before we wrap it up, and then we'll go ahead and include the, the link there if they want to get started on IntroSnap. Cool. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we want to help uh, BDRs and AEs sell more. That's the world I come out of, my co-founders come out of. And so uh, you can do that for free at IntroSnap.com. Anyone can try it today. And this angle is working, and it'll help you. And then, um, you know, feel free to, you know, be able to help, help that interest map or there to, to give support and best practices. Uh, but, you know, anyone can start today for free at interestnap.com. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. And if you enjoyed today's episode, write us a review, share it with your friends. We'll include the link to IntroSnap there in the notes. And as always, we're listening for your feedback. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.